0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things
1: NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football
0: with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson. Here are my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara and Mike Yozibovich. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, welcome back, Mike. How you doing? It's like you never left. So today we're doing um, talking running backs, right?
2: I think that's the subject.
0: Yeah, we went through uh, a quick list. I think uh, between this episode and the next episode, we have about 18 running backs to talk about. There is more after that, too. We'll give a couple names uh, here and there. So this list will uh, evolve itself. I mean, we still have the Combine still to go, still the draft to go. Definitely have to get into that other tier of running backs that's going to really affect those guys' rankings. It's going to be pretty fluid. But we did come up with a consensus top six Two tiered, uh group of running backs. Tier one is obviously just consistent of two. That's that's what we agreed upon.
2: True statement.
0: Um, then tier three. If you do the math, six minus two is, is um
2: well four is wow.
0: (coughs) Leave a brother hanging.
2: Yeah, sorry. Uh, I had a little frog in my throat. So
0: so let's let's just dive right into it. There's no really big news and notes for the week. Um, so we're gonna get right into our rookie running back rankings. Not rankings necessarily. These are more of profiles. Um, but kind of in order, right? I mean, these, these first six guys are going to be in order that we talk about, and the rest after that is going to be kind of like, hey, here they are.
2: Yeah, we're still kind of molding the bottom end of our, our ranks, I guess.
0: So the biggest the biggest thing we're going to get into right away, I know last week I, I kind of went on a Twitter rant video on this as well, is it's Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette. And it's funny when you put that out there, the rankings, of, but which one you have number one, people are like, hey, you shouldn't take him one, you should take this guy one. I mean, when we're really talking here, this is like 1A and 1B, right? And we're talking about two really elite running backs that are, I mean, this is kind of, usually it's just one of these guys in a draft ca- class, hard to come by a, a talent like both of these guys come to this draft. And there's no really losing situation when it comes to here. If you have a top two pick and you're getting one of these guys, you're coming out a winner.
2: No, I mean, yeah, a- absolutely. Um, it, it, you know, you could, it's really personal preference at this point of the game. Um, once they get a landing spot, it might become a little bit clearer who the number one guy is and who the number two guy is. And so, you know, I mean, they could flip-flop uh, technically depending on landing spot.
0: I don't really see landing spot changing my mind on this one. It's, I, I just feel okay. like strictly from a PPR standpoint, Dalvin Cook gets the edge. And since we do all our rankings in PPR, since all our leagues are PPR, Dalvin Cook gets the edge for me. Uh, and I think no matter where he goes, I think they're both going to go high enough in the first round where landing spots not going to really change much for me. All
1: right. Well, yeah, me neither. You, you I agree. like. I'm pretty confident in saying Dalvin Cook's number one, yeah. no matter what.
0: And I and I love. I love Leonard Fournette. It's, it's, As I say,
2: maybe it's just a little bit closer than for me than than it is for you guys. It's really.
0: I mean, they're both still really close right. for me. But I just again that edge comes down to the PPR receptions, and to me, Leonard Fournette's not going to overcome that. Where Leonard is still an elite running back, and I feel like some people that's the way they take it, like. If you say, Hey, I have Dalvin Cook number one, people are also are just saying, Oh, you guess you don't like Leonard Fournette. Right? They're like, Oh, you like Dalvin Cook number one? You must not, not like Leonard Fournette. How do you not like Leonard Fournette? I mean the guy's an absolute freak. He's a monster. He can easily end up being the number one running back out of this class in a fantasy from a fantasy output kind of look. Uh, but at the same time, it's 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 Dalvin Cook for me too. So let's talk about Dalvin Cook. Florida State coming out as a junior. Uh 5'11, 213 pounds. I mean, what does this guy not do well? I mean, he has speed, explosiveness, vision, patience. His balance is terrific. Um, does have a little power. Guy can cut on a dime. I mean, his pass protection, he tries. He does he does okay at pass protection. He catches the ball extremely, extremely well. Uh this guy in open field is just he's just a true playmaker. He's a three down running back. He has the potential to be a three down running back. I mean, he showed he could be run, run between the pack, tackles. Uh, his patience is very good behind the line to let the holes develop as well. This guy's got top first-round pick, top pro uh, dynasty running back all over him. And this is a guy that can enter be a top-five dynasty running back right out the gates. Um, I,
2: I mean, I don't disagree. He's got the skill set to do that. I mean, I, I'm thinking the only thing that might hold him back is his pass pro. I did see him get, like, kind of overwhelmed a little bit. Um. Just on blitz pickup and that kind of thing, just any any kind of big defensive lineman or obviously bigger linebacker than him,
0: he just he I'm not sure he's gonna be able to get tr- be trusted
2: right away by a coach to be in there on, on every down.
0: No, I agree with that too. I mean, but that's I mean, it's I mean, let's face the facts. For most running backs, that's gonna be like a caveat we could put on them. More pass protection. What I liked about him is at least I saw that there's potential to work. I mean, some guys you see like, wow, this guy can't pass protect. He's screwed. Uh, well,
2: I mean, I did see him get just blown over a few times yeah. and,
0: and that's something that could be leverage.
2: Well, yeah, some people can play with leverage and some people can't, yeah. you know, like, and, and when a guy just gets blown over that, I mean, that somewhat puts up a red flag for me. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I don't like the guy. I think he's a really good prospect. Sounds I have, what you're I have like number the one too.
1: Yeah. It kind of sounds that way. Yeah,
0: it sounds that way a little bit. It's just you, the it one, it sounds
2: like you're not liking. It's kind right of now. the one concern I have. Yeah, And, and you're talking about like, Hey, a three down guy. A three-down guy's got to be able to pass protect. The thing
1: about him that's he can, I think that'll that'll, well, you can overlook that in the fact that that any time he touches the ball, he literally can score a touchdown. He's I mean, that yeah. threat. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, those are. Those I mean, single-handedly
1: won games at Florida State for him all oh, for two years. No, I, I mean, he's you know what I mean. So I, he's pretty amazing. I just feel like that that you can overlook his pass protections and not. That bad where you would take a, a playmaker off the field.
0: Yeah, I mean, because he does everything else so well. I mean, this guy is for his size too. I mean, he breaks tackles. Um, he's got a good stiff arm. His balance. I mean, you can, this guy takes a hit and it's like whoop, whoop, still on my feet, still going.
2: Right, right. He doesn't have power necessarily, but he does break tackles because he's just kind of like he's kind of like slippery almost. He he just he's never taken a big a big hit he's not taking the full hit he's taking like glancing blows almost cuz he's he's shifty you know he's
1: he's getting out of the way of those things
0: he's the kind of running back it doesn't matter. Matt, Matt, to me it does not matter where he goes um he's going to be successful right From-
1: i think even like you know you put him on the browns he would be awesome yeah just, which it, is hard just, to say. I wouldn't say that about too many guys. That's hard to say. Right? Yeah, I think their O-line is terrible. Right. I just he's so that's the, where to me past, he's That's where he's, his pass
0: catching ability comes to. I mean, yeah, this guy can, that can that catch good. 10 balls out of the backfield a little a little, you know, here and there. His talent's so good enough where like Mike said one he could score a touchdown any moment. But this guy's going to catch if he catches 8 balls, he's scoring minimum. I'm thinking 60 yards. Minimum, if he's catching about eight balls,
2: so guys, I I have no, I mean, I have no problem. I love the guy too. I'm just is your number the, one running back too, right? Yeah. The one thing is this is pass pro, and and that's what's somewhat concerning to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's very few prospects we'll ever talk about that doesn't have something to to be, you know. Hey, this is the negative when it comes to this guy. I mean, everybody, is I think besides Ezekiel Elliott, who's just you know a god's gift of fantasy running backs, uh. Everybody's right. got somewhat of a flaw. I mean, like, when Todd Gurley came out, like, we were about his pass-catching ability, and look, here he is in the NFL not catching a damn thing uh, behind a terrible offensive line. He doesn't transcend a team, where, from fantasy production-wise, I think Dalvin Cook can kind of transcend, like, any other team. I
1: mean, I think he could have the same type of impact as Ezekiel Elliott had, had, but, like, just t- two different players, but the same type of in- of impact. You're one coming out and right, just, right, spread out and the just being, being a monster running back. Right.
0: Um, definitely. I
1: mean, Dane Brugler compared him to Marshall Falk, and I think that's a real legit comp. You know what I mean? Like an NFL comparison, the way they play.
0: Yeah, I mean, if this guy gets drafted to Indy, for example, right? Oh, um, I
1: mean, it's over.
0: It's like this guy, like, you're talking about trying to trade up from three, four, five, and giving up heat to get him, because he's going to be that kind of player for a very right. long time. Um, This is a guy that can stay healthy again. Yeah, we're talking... We're, we're kind of lucky with these running back classes coming out, like the elite talent we're going to have at the top end of these running backs. And you've seen an ADP lately too, where the running backs are starting to get boosts guys like Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, uh, Zika Elliott. They're going top 10 of these rookie startups where for a while there, you were seeing a dominant domination by these receivers getting selected in the first round where it was just, okay, I don't know. I'm waiting on these running backs, but now these guys are so good that they're they're jumping in this top. Tier. Hey, I'll win this receiver. Well, they're so
1: good, and they're, they're the main every down back. Every that's down back. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the, thing. the difference. For, I think Dalvin Cook could be that guy too. You know what I mean? For so, a
2: while there, it
1: was kind of running back
2: by committee. The thing in the NFL right. was to be running back by committee, right. and now, now it's kind of shifting back. Maybe shifting that,
1: back. maybe there was just a dip in talent, and we just didn't necessarily recognize. Real, yeah recognize right. it at the time. You right. know, while you're in the moment.
0: That's, that's I mean, it. Yeah, man. It's like, hey, kind of like with the quarterback situation. Like a lot of these, like this last couple of years, like not, not a lot of good quarterbacks have really come out. And maybe that's why they're dropping. Like, Fancy wise, there's not anybody really loved. Like we mentioned, Jameis Winston, Derek Carr, guys like that. But maybe you're right. Maybe just the talent alone hasn't been that good. And now here comes back the running backs. Because even some of those classes where we did think, oh, it's going to be a really good class, like Le'Veon Bell, uh, Gio Bernard, and uh, Eddie Lacey. And Gio just turned into a you know an average running back too. Eddie Lacy was a tub of goo. They had one good year, and Levi Bell's obviously, arguably the number one fantasy running back. Um, but even that, then, we thought it was a pretty much class. though.
1: That's pretty much how uh, dynasty rookies go. You'll have you'll have three dudes that you're analyzing over. One's a stud. One's a like you know kind of a bust, and one's just yeah, hey, he's a real good NFL player and a guy you. Start, you start like back too. yeah you start like you know and then some weeks you don't you yeah. know what i mean that's just how it goes
0: you can start him, but you hope you can start somebody else. <laughs> yeah right oh um, yeah,
1: that's the typical that's the game man. do you have anything
0: else you want to say about dalvin cook mike i mean i know we don't have a lot of tape on you on him i mean i just
1: like i mean just look at his stats alone i think they're i mean to 1700 yards over or right around oh, there right. for two yeah. years in a row 19 touchdowns well 20 overall of receptions i i think that in playing in the acc like this past year was one of the best, if not the best, in college football. I, I don't know. I just I have n- no qualms with him being number one. No real injury concerns or anything. So I don't know. To me, I think he'd be successful anywhere.
0: I'm in one league with uh where I traded like last year in a startup draft for his first round pick. He ended up having the number one pick this year, uh, so I feel really good about. I'm actually getting Dalvin Cook's share. Um, I've never had the one, one in any of my dynasty leagues ever, yeah. so I'm kind of excited to have this cool. pick and get somebody that's pretty elite.
1: Well, you know what's kind of cool about him? Like, I'm, you know, just being a huge Hurricanes fan or whatever, um, and which I say, I feel like every single time, but like when someone's really good on Florida State and I actually respect him, that's how I know he's good. Like, for example, like throughout the years, like I knew way back in the, like, eh, Charlie Ward's pretty good. Oh, um, yeah. Work done. Like that guy's legit. You know, yeah. you hate him, but you look kinda like are attracted to the TV screen when they play Jameis Winston, you know, like all right, this dude's you legit. enjoy watching him play. Yeah, they're, they're just so good. And Dalvin Cook was the same way.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh I think so we agree here, he's hands down number one one. Uh one A. Now let's get to one B. This is a guy who last year people were talking about people were arguing about Leonard Fournette and Ezekiel Elliott, who's the running best running back. Um and then I because I know and I remember this specifically because I got in an argument with somebody who said, hey, I think Zeke Elliott would be the number one running back in the 2017 class as well. And I'm like, oh, how dare you say that? And I just made my case for it. And now here Leonard Fournette is consensus number two pick in this rookie class. Leonard Fournette, LSU running back, 6'1, 235. This is a man amongst boys, averaged six point five yards per carry. Sony can't can't catch the ball. He did have forty-one receptions for five hundred and twenty-six yards and a touchdown uh so he does have that ability too this guy again speed size explosiveness north south runner he's got it all man this guy is just a bruiser he can take a licking and keep on ticking even though he's got some injury concerns i mean his acceleration is excellent he hits the hole he can punish players once he gets to the secondary just hey look out man his balance is great he explodes off his brakes um Again, he's a big running back that low runs low with his pads. I mean, he, he
2: can get low, yeah. I think I think once he's through the line of scrimmage he, he can really get low. It's it's getting him through the line of scrimmage. So I mean, I've seen quite a few things where I mean, obviously nobody's gonna be able to break all the tackles if, you know, you're getting tackled by three guys, but he just he seems to need to get a little bit of momentum going before he can really start breaking tackles and, and get up to full speed. It's not like it's not horrible, but he doesn't have I, I think like the the really quick get off. Um that some that some backs have. I mean, yeah. he, he's well, got great long speed, and 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 once he gets going, yeah, his he, athleticism through it, the room—it's ridiculous. Yeah, I just—it's just the the minor little thing. Like, I mean, he can be stopped if he is if he doesn't get rolling.
0: Yeah, and I see. I think I think some of that too, which kind of affects his vision. The LSU ran out power scheme, which right. usually you know has a designated gaps, so sure. it's kind of like. I think that kind of hindered him some as well. So his, his vision's not there, and his creativeness isn't really there. He's but like not you yet. said, once he does get there and he gets going, I mean, this guy's a wrecking ball. Sure. So schemed in a proper way, this guy could be elite. Like, nobody's I mean, he has a talent to literally be the, the league leader in rushing yards in the NFL. I mean, he's that kind of running back. This guy, you know, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, see, I can see somebody tweeting at you, like, oh, look, Leonard Fournette was the number one overall fantasy running back, and you guys said take Dalvin Cook, and meanwhile, Dalvin Cook's like the number four overall fantasy running back, and there's like a 35 point difference you're like yeah good good for you buddy uh but he's that kind of talent i mean he's the guy does everything i mean the way this guy changes direction for his size is just unreal the things that he does for how big he is just shows like wow this is like a really big elite running back uh if
1: you watched him in 2015 i mean that would Blow your mind. He was absolutely amazing before he had some, you know, ankle injuries.
0: Yeah, injury. I mean, those injuries will be like his biggest, like, caveat there. Like, oh, no, you know, like what throws, if somebody said, hey, what throws you off about Leonard Fournette? And like you said, sometimes, like, when he has to make different decisions, he kind of slows his feet a little bit and does kind of lose a little bit of momentum, which is kind of hard for him to get back going right away. But then you'd bring back the injuries, like that ankle injury. Now, I know Matt and I mentioned before when we were talking about Leonard Fournette that he came out and said, hey, my letter for net, you know, my ankle this year, like the doctors kind of told me, I did kind of rush back a little bit and it sure. did kind of hinder me. And it's not a long-term effect because it did hit the word would be is like, oh, it affected him almost all year long where, Hey, is this a serious issue? He said he came back a little bit too early. He is stated now. And of course he, there's no reason why he wouldn't say this, but my, my ankle is hundred percent. The doctors are telling me I'm hundred percent. I mean,
2: the we only, we're going to know once Indianapolis comes, cause they do the, the medical checks there. So, if, I mean, if everything checks out, then we'll know for sure. I mean, that's only, like, a week away or something like that, two weeks away.
0: And, again, he kind of falls in the category. I mean, he there's there's very few situations this guy can go to and not be successful. You know, I mean, Todd Gurley's in a perfect storm of terrible. You know, no quarterback, no offensive line, no receiving threats. There's not really other many teams out terrible
1: there. Terrible offensive plan at the time. Yeah,
0: terrible. Know? So, it's like. There's not really even, I, there, what, what other situation in the NFL that he could possibly go to or even in that situation? None. But,
1: but also at the same time, I mean, as much as, you know, who doesn't like Todd Gurley? Uh, Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette, I think, are better prospects at the time. Like, Right? Yeah, or I think so. I mean, I mean, for me, anyway. Here's so I don't why, know, again, I've been waiting for two years for these two guys to come out. No, I I, know, I, I think I can agree sure. with that simply no, on yeah.
0: the fact that, you know, Todd Gurley, when he was coming out, we were building up. He's because he is. He's a really good running back. I do expect a bounce back year from him this year. But again, Dalvin Cook supersedes that simply on, a, on his explosiveness and pass catching ability. The And when it comes yep. to overall, like as a north south runner, when it comes to talent, Leonard Fournette's got Todd Gurley beat. I mean, there's no question about that either. So, right. yeah, I mean, I just right. know,
1: coming out of high school, dude, Leonard Fournette was the man, sure. you know, so high, highly touted prospect coming out of high school, produces instantly pretty much in in college and does it exceedingly well. I don't know. It just seemed like right away this was one of those guys you're like, oh, man, in 2017 because you knew they're not staying for the full four years. Yeah. It was He's just one of those guys I've been looking forward to. It just so Pedigree. happened to be, right, which I do like, and just so happened to be that I just think, for me, this past year, Dalvin Cook beat him out. But if I had a top-two pick, I got no qualms with either one of those guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you go back, if you take Leonard Fournette and you go back to, like, he's, like, in 1776, he's a founding father of the 17 class. <laughs> I mean, this guy, I mean, he no, he's like the he's the definition that started this big hype train towards the I mean, his hype train to this class for running backs. Sure, sure. It's even started, with some wasn't. guys sticking out, like Nick Chubb staying back, has been building for such a long time to give this, like, Euphoric look upon this class, like this is going to be the greatest class of all time, and he was the head main reason into it, and then everything else just came together after him. I mean, everybody liked Dalvin Cook, yes, but again, if you go back this time last year, nobody was talking Dalvin Cook one one. It was Leonard Fournette one one. Right,
1: absolutely. I just think Dalvin Cook just, just raised his so game. Man, yeah,
0: I agree too. So, again, Not,
1: I mean, yeah, just I just think he just right. He raised so his well. game.
2: Fournette obviously raised more questions with the injury to the right. ankle and everything. I mean. So, yeah, he left the door kind of open, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit.
0: We'll do Scout. And after said, so after it's what's going to be fun about these episodes, is we're going to let it go through the combine. We're going to talk about the combine, like, you know, people that got affected by the combine, combine stars. And then after NFL draft, we're going to go through all these players again. So we'll see. There's a lot of time for opinion to change. But again, I, I think we've say, stated this before this top four, even though some people are going to say, I've seen a lot of people throw Joe Mixon's name in there, I've seen a lot of people. Throw Joe Mixon ahead of Leonard Fournette, which I have no idea. Again, I don't get that uh, personally.
2: I'm not. I like Joe Mixon, but I'm not there.
0: I, I like him a ton too. But people like, people like on Twitter, we're debating, you know, back and forth. He's people telling me saying, "Hey, Mark, hot Joe Mixon's cl- better than
1: classic Leonard Fournette." Take, whatever someone you know, someone wants to be different and I make guess. a name. I don't know. Right, it doesn't make right. that makes zero sense.
0: Zero sense, right? because I mean,
1: Two guys are going to go in the top 10 and one guy is, seriously has red flags, yeah. right? He might, he <laughs> might not get drafted to so, like
2: the fourth or fifth round, right, or, and, or maybe not at all. Depending
1: but, on how, and that being said, that cause we're going to talk about know.
0: Joe Mixon here in a second. Even if he didn't punch that girl, he's still not going ahead of Leonard. Right. That, okay? Yeah. So
1: that's just the dumbest thing ever.
0: And this is clear cut. This is like clear cut, cut, cut across the board. That Leonard Fournette, I mean, you do see some pro analysts saying, hey, Dalvin Cook, I can see going number one here too. But it's consensus. Joe, uh, Leonard Fournette, and Dalvin Cook. Nobody says, oh, if d-, you don't hear anybody say, oh, if Joe Mixon didn't do this and he didn't do that, like he'd right. be right here as well. Right. They just say, no, he's a really good running back who's first-round talent, but he's going to drop in the draft because of what he did. Now, first-round talent, you have people saying Alvin Kamara has first-round talent. Out, Christian McCaffrey has first-round talent. But, again, he falls in that category. Nobody's saying, oh, he's in the same class as Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette.
2: Because they're not. It's a different tier of running back, for sure. Right.
0: So, if you have one of those picks, you know, if you have the number two pick, then you're good to go because it's whoever follows you. you. Like, your hands are tied. Like, right, you, you
2: just sit back and relax. Yeah, you can never Whichever go
0: back. Like, there. oh, I knew I should have taken Fournette over Cook because he's that good. You know. But you're coming away a winner. It's a special year. We're going to have two running backs at the top of the draft. That you're going to come away a winner with it, because a lot of times it is, is that one running back like Todd Gurley or Zeke Elliott, and like you have the number two pick and you need a running back. Like God dang it, I just sucked a little bit more. Yeah, if I if I got on my knees just a little bit more, hey 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 hey, pipe down there, pervs. Um, so let's move on. So that's a, that's our tier one, right? We can agree that's tier one. Yes. It's a that, small tier.
2: It is tiny. But it's a it tiny usually little, is. It's a tiny, tiny little
0: tier. Just a tiny little tier here. Um, let's get into tier two. Now, tier two, we have a total of four different running backs. And I can easily see people mixing these guys pretty randomly. Now, I can see the guy after we talk about Joe Mixon, we'll get in here next, uh, saying, hey, I disagree on that. Whoa. But I like the fact that we all three agree on him. But let's get into True. Joe Mixon first, okay? Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, Oklahoma running back, 6'1", 226 pounds. The guy doesn't turn 21 until July 24th, so that he is young. Good. Has a great right hook. Uh, oh, low, oh. Cold-blooded. Dude, so, and, and if you don't know, for some reason, if you don't know out there why the big red flags are in Joe Mixon is, when he was 18 years old as a freshman, he punched a girl in a pizza place in the jaw. She was talking smack, and he punched her in the face. Broke her jaw, bro- broke her eye socket. Socket. Complete douche move. Right? This Just...
2: horrible. Um, yeah, of course.
0: Nobody yeah. wants to be friends with Joe Mixon, and none of us here wants to be Joe. Be friends with Joe Mixon, but we're not here to judge people's character. We're here to look at their dynasty outlook and their talent alone. That's what we look at. Well,
1: I mean, but don't you have to like kind of see? I mean, who, no one's doing a dynasty draft before the NFL draft, right?
0: Mm, some people do. Some people do. Yeah, yeah, some, some people cool. are tense. That'd be kind of cool. Sure. I think it would be kind of cool, I mean, do. if
1: that was the case, then I would just totally stay away from Joe Mixon just because I want to see where he gets drafted. I, how many teams pro- have him on, I mean, I don't know this, but have him on the do not draft list? I oh, bet, a ton. you them sure. You're right. So yeah. but, that's what I mean. You know what, so. But how
0: many of those teams already have running backs, too? I bet they say, oh, we don't even have them on our board. You know I mean, how many of those teams have run? I bet. Every team well, that needs a running back, I guarantee Joe Mixon's on their board. And here's the thing, too, with Joe Mixon. And we're going back to the point of, like, who has their draft now. This is why we always recommend, too, having your draft right after the NFL draft. It's because it gives you it gives preference to the guys that put in the work, that listen to the podcast, that use the website. It kind of gives you that edge. Like, the sure. guys that do put in the work should have somewhat of an edge. So that's why we highly propose having your rookie draft right after that NFL draft. Because the landing spot should kind of have affect a little bit that's one kind of edge you should kind of everybody should get a fair shake and a stick at right um but joe mixon he punched a girl in the face now mind you he did this two years ago so this isn't so
1: i don't know it doesn't to me that doesn't mean anything. see to me it does like he dude did. shouldn't even been on the team i mean that just says a lot about Pop okay Stoops. agree
0: a agree we can't argue, is, we can't so. argue that what he did was wrong he should have been kicked off the team Every, all that fact yes you're right but he did it when he was 18 he did it two years ago He's been on the team for two years since, with zero incidents whatsoever that you know about. That I know about, right?
1: Because obviously he went for two years without you knowing about this one. So what's the difference?
0: I mean, here's the thing: I I believe they obviously
1: have a cover-up system. Going I believe on.
0: in second chances. Mm-hmm. I believe somebody that's definitely at a young age, at the age of like 18, can make a mistake and do something really stupid.
1: Are you speaking from experience? And bounce back. I, I'll stu- I'll stu- smack nah. <laughs> you right now.
0: Uh, no, and I again. I have no, I'm not agreeing with what he did, what like literally, not even the slightest no, I, bit.
1: No, I get it, man. But I'm I can't let somebody I can't
0: let somebody who did something when they're eighteen and like hold that again like that's a person he is for the rest of his life. And if anything, you think this guy's has gotta go in because he's gonna go to NFL like on a red flag list as it is. This guy's gonna be on the straight and narrow. And we've all done stuff when we were eighteen that was pretty damn stupid that you wouldn't even how fathom many, how
1: doing many, again. Yeah, well how many guys though have come in supposed to be on the straight and narrow, Josh Gordon and uh, okay. Charles most, Rogers. Those and are all drug these related, other... though. Oh.
0: Every guy you're talking about is drug related.
1: All right, I, completely
0: the... different. That's like that's an addiction. Okay,
1: I'm not gonna punch. Oh, there's somebody. a girl. Oh, I
0: mean, I, I got my like, fix. I need to punch this bitch. I'm, I'm, so, I got the itch. I think I it's completely know, different. All right. I mean, again, right, I, just, I, I just say disagree. like, hey,
1: if you got a super high draft pick and a dude that's gonna go. In the mid to late round, I just don't see investing a super high pick on a wild card.
0: What if he gets drafted in the third round NFL draft and he goes to a team like the Philadelphia Eagles uh-huh. that really need a running back? Then, how, I mean, right. does that then change your enough, opinion? Yeah, that would. Cha- I mean, it would change it. Yeah. So I you mean, like his talent, but you're just you want to see where he lands right. and how the NFL views right.
1: Him. right. To me, he's too much of a wild card for me to just like stamp. Oh, I'm taking this guy. Like to me, he's a wild card. I'm just wait to. I'm a wait and see. Well, that's
2: why we're having the discussion now. I mean, it it it's hard. It's hard. It's a harmless discussion now because no one's drafting. Okay, but. It, oh, Based on talent, the guy is is up he's there. He's talented. Or, yeah. Fa- so I mean, fair that's,
1: enough. That's, fair I mean, enough. He, but I, if he slips later in the draft, he's again like my 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 thing is like these teams have zero in investment in these guys.
0: Right. I mean, he does you, have two incidents because I know he got it, like that parking. lot. I don't know if he hit or I know he got into it with like a parking lot attendant too over a ticket. So he does he does have two incidents? But go on. Sorry. I don't mean,
2: I, I I lost my train of thought completely. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, I, I mean it's okay. I mean he's a talented guy. So. Right. Pedigree, Laning, Mike, Laning former five-star and, recruit, and, man. Yeah. This guy is, I mean, there was other guys that did things in college, like Isaiah Crowell, LeGarrette blunt Right,
1: and they and they were both, like, wild cards, right? And Absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, I, I completely agree, but, I mean, they've like made For some, me,
1: I wasn't into Isaiah Crowell. They've so. made something out of their
2: career in the NFL. Right. yeah, they did. But so, well, there's plenty
0: of guys that haven't also.
2: I totally agree okay. with that. Yeah, it is definitely a roll
0: of the dice. We'll put it that way. I feel like it's a good roll, personally. I mean, I'm, I... Again, I think the talent's good enough where I could overlook all that other stuff, and I want to see where he lands. I think Isaiah Carell the running backs are like a good cause because those are guys that you were talking about before that had the talent to be a high draft pick. Sure. And then we let the, his draft position actually go in undrafted affect him. And the fact that they did take Terrence West in the third round, and like like most most of the times talent wins out and it certainly didn't that situation
1: well i will say like for his like you know the comparison between him and crowell being like big you know most recent like big wild cards or whatever is at least joe mixon was playing at oklahoma where isaiah crowell was playing at like i don't even like georgia university state of or, alabama or, you know, state. something yeah. like yeah. alabama state, yeah. yeah alabama state somewhere real random at least he's playing top competition still so that does work in his favor because it it took Isaac. I mean, I mean, Isaiah Crowell's okay. You know right, what I mean? He's right. not like. He's not an amazing. Right. Back. Joe
0: Mixon's a better running back by Isaiah Crowell by. Leaps and bounds. and bounce. Yeah. I mean, this no, guy I has know, great but... vision, patience, anticipation, catches the ball extremely well, showed that he could be a very solid route runner. This is a guy that only started five games in 2016 and still finished second nationally to Christian McCaffrey in all-purpose yardage. I mean, this guy averaged 194.25 yards per game. He had 16 touchdowns, 1,294 rushing yards, and 187 uh, carries. Uh, Again, that's 6.8 yards per attempt. Uh, The guy scored on six times on plays of 60 yards, most ever by running backs in Oklahoma history. They have a good history of running backs. Uh,
2: Yeah, they sure do. I mean, he's a guy that... When he's when he's running up the mid, I mean, he's running between the tackles and stuff. He can string together moves in the hole and everything. He's got a nice little jump cut. I I mean, obviously, you mentioned the 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 pass catching ability. I just think he's a really nice all around back. A three down back. He is a three down back. That you know, I mean, he's he's a bigger guy too. It's just really nice, yeah.
0: Just the potential of loan when you have all the tributes to be a three down back. Like you Mm -hmm. show, like you could be a three down back. That gives you such a huge boosts when it comes to fantasy football right again Absolutely. we just talked about it before those guys are such a dying breed and if you get your hands on one of those the guy could be an average producer but if he's a three down back he's gonna be a top tier fantasy running back putting up average numbers in the NFL because he's just, again, it's just about how many carries he's getting. And once you get involved in that passing game, that's where you get a huge boost because you're getting the first and that do- first and second down rushes. And then you're getting those third down receptions as well. So you're t- literally taking two running backs in most cases and putting it into one, which makes you a top tier fantasy running back. Joe Mixon has all those qualities to him when it comes to talent of running the football and playing actual football. Now we just have to wait and see and see where he ends up in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I think if a team puts a good investment in him, then he's going to be, you know, he'll be worth his ranking, you uh, know? Right,
2: he's going to have to go to the right situation. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to be able to deal with all the all of the media stuff that comes around right. uh, along with it. And, Absolutely. You know. And that's always annoying. Yeah, it, it definitely is. So, it, landing spots can be huge for him. It's going to be, I mean, his value could go up and down a ton, just depending kind of uh, on... If or where he gets drafted,
0: and right now, me and Matt, we have him as our number four running back. Mike does not have him as number four running back. Just to put that into the news and notes, number three. I'm sorry, he's our number three running back. He is not Mike's number three running back, but we overruled him on here. Which that's is what he fine. Gets, That's what he gets from being away for a long time. We just he has no verbal saying this.
2: Yeah, you really yeah. You're, just, yeah. you're just along for the ride. You're V-toed. the toad. You're the runt <laughs> of the
0: group. Yeah. Hey guys, I don't like cream hunt. Pipe down. <laughs> uh, so let's get into our next guy here. Christian McCaffrey. Oh no, I'm sorry, Kareem Hunt. So Kareem Hunt, we were talking about. Now I was surprised when I came here and said, "Hey, Kareem Hunt's my number five over run, overall running back, number four overall running back." Man, sorry, more,
1: your math. My numbers man. are all over
0: the place. uh Matt's like, yeah, he's my number four overall running back too. And then like you're like, hey, I like Kareem Hunt as well.
1: Right. I mean, to me, he's my number four right now. So because I have McCaffrey three and Hunt four, and okay, there so. you go.
0: So he's consensus number four overall amongst all of us. No matter how you mix the rankings up, he's number four overall, which is surprising because every other site I go to and every other analyst pretty much has like Cream Hunt down in the teens. That's odd like overall man. teens.
2: Like just look at his overall game, and he's got he's got the size, he's got the speed, he's, he catches the ball really well out of the backfield. He's he a tough, he's a tough runner that he runs doesn't fumble. He doesn't fumble. He's got balance. He's got great balance. And uh, don't
1: let Toledo fool you. He could have went to any of the Big Ten schools. He just wanted to play right away. That right. was a. I mean, he's from our area, right. like in literally, Willoughby. this. yeah, you know. So
0: literally one city over,
1: right? And he could have went to pretty much any big 10 school he just wanted to play right away and that toledo offered that and they have you know if anyone pays attention to mac football toledo is off like has a great offense sure so sure so he had a chance to produce right away and he did yeah six
0: foot 225 pounds we're gonna go back to it where we say a three down capable back that gets boosts. this guy gets a huge boost and he did it consistently this is a consistent running back that did the same thing every single year. He just got better and better. He never averaged less, less than 5.5 yards per carry or less than 850 yards in a season. Consistently showed they can move piles. Always kept his legs moving. Got those extra yards. Three down capabilities. He's showing he he's excellent between the tackles. His blocking was great. Lots of whiffs. um, I mean, blocking not great. He had some whiffs there. um, But overall, as a prospect-wise, he's terrific. When you talk about his receptions, his first three years, he only had 32 receptions for 152 yards. But his senior year, he came back out and had 41 receptions for 403 yards. Huge boost. Took a huge boost to his overall uh, third-down capabilities. He's a physical runner that can lower his pads and really make things develop with his patience. I really like Kareem Hunt a lot. I think he's not really talked about in the dynasty world enough. I think if you need a running back in this draft, you're going to end up getting really good value in this draft. This is where this draft class really starts to put get some like really stronghold. So if you're out of the top four, which is that elite part of the draft, now obviously some I mean, one of these guys for sure, maybe two of these guys are most likely going to one of them's going to be a bust, right? Sure. And but you're gonna get one of these guys because once you throw these receivers in there and you can throw AJ OJ Howard in there and it depends what receivers you like, there's such a possibility you can get a guy like Kareem Hunt at number nine in your rookie oh, draft, absolutely. number ten absolutely. in your rookie draft.
2: This guy's gonna yeah he's gonna go after the probably the first portion of the, of the first round.
0: Yeah, and again I'd ha- I'd literally I'd take him right around so I have two three four five I'd take him at six. I'd
2: take him at six as well.
0: So if I had a six pick in the draft, which I mean I missed the playoffs, I need a running back. I'd I'd take. I'd take Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Now, obviously, Mike would take Christian McCaffrey ahead of him, and that's fine because we're going to get to him next, but there's nothing I don't like about his game. And again, when people when people just like, I have no idea why they, he's so low on people's rankings. I literally don't get it. When I watch the tape and I see him play, I'm like, this guy is a super talented running back.
1: I wonder if anything has to do with the fact that he played in the Mac. That's you know a, you know That's I mean? got
2: to be the, the biggest knock right. on the guy, yeah. just the level of competition. But, I mean, I think he's he's shown the skill set needed to do to, to move on to the next level and right. he's got plenty of speed i mean i guess we'll Agreed. find out at the combine um how he measures up with all the other people that are there you know just in drills and stuff like that and see um see if his overall a- athleticism measures up to everyone else's cuz i mean who knows some of the guys in the mac may be a touch slower but i mean i feel like the mac is still pretty decent it's not like yeah he, it's not like he's in you know F, fbs or whatever the other level yeah, fcs fcs yeah. Uh, it's
0: bs so you don't know that yeah
2: no kidding i just get confused
0: yeah i could tell <laughs> could so yeah and i i have a really strong feeling cream hunt right now like in every, if you again just after you don't listen to the podcast just go look around look sure. at everybody else's rankings and their analysis too they have cream hunt you're gonna see how low they are and then just remember after the NFL draft, when this guy gets drafted in, like, the third round of the NFL draft, and he lands into a really good opportunity, that the team's actually going to draft this guy to kind of give him an opportunity to be the guy, he's going to jump up people's boards. But remember, he, he always should have been up those boards. And be careful of some other guys that do get drafted, like, in the same kind of area that are in that situation. This guy is one of those guys that does have that three-down potential, so he's always going to get that boost above everybody else. Cream Hunt consensus, second-tier running back to for all of us. Consensus number four overall uh, dynasty rookie running back amongst the three of us.
1: Three of yeah, us and he's yeah. the best senior running back in the whole class by far. All of these other guys are underclassmen, you know. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's I mean, price.
2: I, I honestly I started looking at the guy last year because I thought he might come out last year. Yeah. So I started doing some tape study on him last year. I, I mean. And he only got better this
1: senior year. That's so right. He
0: did. He improved his stock. Right. I, again,
1: he, Cause I think he was hurt. I think he was hurt his junior year, possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have it in front of me. I think he was just nicked up at the beginning of the season. I, I believe you're right. Yeah.
0: And it, and, show, and that goes to show sometimes coming back and help you out. Because, again, if you came out last year, we would have talked about, okay, this guy doesn't really catch a lot of footballs. So, you know, that's going to kind of hurt his game. He's going to drop down our rankings a little bit. And then he comes back out this year, has a better year overall. And catches a ton more balls. I mean, catches more balls than he caught his entire career. Yeah, think, his w- would year. you
1: say 41 catches? Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: In his previous two years, he had 32 altogether. So it just comes out and really takes a big leap forward. Coming back, really helped this guy, help him develop. Um, again, you saw some of that more patience back there behind the line as well. So I think he just matured overall as a running back, which I love to see. I love to see growth. I love to see players get better every single year. He's he's epitome of that.
1: And I, th- I believe I don't quote me on this, but I think you heard that he only f- had one fumble his whole career.
2: Um, I can't I can't speak to that right now. Um, so,
1: I mean, and if that is true, which a, I think that it is, I'm pretty confident stat, saying yeah. that, that, you know, uh, teams will have confidence in the fact that, you know, obviously ball handling and, you know, safety and stuff like that, I have to have that confidence in a guy not to fumble the ball. Safety, huge, first. Right? He, Safety he, first. He did
2: miss four games at the beginning of the fifteen. Okay, season, so, so yeah,
1: if you're just just looking at his stats, that would be why right, there's a dip. There's a dip.
0: Still had not, never had under 850 yards, and it'd probably have been more if he didn't miss those games and a better average. So Kareem Hunt, we all like him. We highly, highly promote him. Again, I feel like he's one. He's of these. I feel like when we get to the second tier here, a lot of these guys are going to be really hard to kind of bump them out of my rankings here like where they're consistent consistent let me put it this way do you guys feel before we get into the next guy here like when it comes to the mix of receivers do you feel like a lot of these guys get a bump after you get past mike williams and Corey davis uh a bump ahead of these receivers because of their talent or do you think being dynasty being the lack of receivers maybe the depth of running back do you think I would still go the
1: wide receivers. I mean, for me personally, you know, or you know, I guess it depends on your team. But just all things being equal, I would go with the wide receivers. So first. We're ta- I mean,
0: we're talking about a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. John Ross, Zay Jones, guys like that.
1: Oh, I would go running backs ahead of those guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think- those are next. I mean, those are next top tier receivers, though.
1: Oh, I-, I thought you meant over Mike Williams and Corey no, no, Davis. No, no, my, no, bad. No, my bad. No, no, I no. misunderstood. Yeah, you. I misunderstood. I said you. after Corey Davis gotcha. and Mike Williams. My bad. Do you feel my pretty good
0: that these guys are like? The next yes. guys taken, so I think they're the, ne-
1: they're
2: the next guys taken. Then you can, you know, you can start working the tight ends in, a little right? Bit too, yeah, I
0: agree
1: too. I think, I think so some too. of those wide receivers would, are going to slip.
2: I I totally agree because I don't think they're that. T- I mean, I don't really like Juju Smith. I know I, I was really much. high
1: on him early and just I just think it fell off early as I mean like the last, last previous Kaleers. two years yeah. and just kind of fell off on him.
0: I like Zay Jones more than I like. Juju Smith.
1: I'm totally with you there. Uh, okay.
0: And I can easily, I think in the right spot, two on three goes, I think you can make a case for John Ross. Mm-hmm. Even, oh, absolutely. Definitely over Juju yeah, Smith as I, well. I would
1: definitely but go that route. I
0: think when we get to it, I know when we get to the, after we round all these rookies out and then we do like an overall rankings episode where I feel like after you take Corey Davis and Mike Williams, I think all four of these running backs go next. And mm-hmm. then I would make the case for OJ Howard and mm-hmm. then those receivers. Sure. So it depends. I mean, again, it, Zay Jones intrigues me. I want to see where he ends up. He could be somebody that goes really high in the draft into a really good situation. I'm like, okay, he gets a little bump. But right now, I agree that these running backs are here. Um, So the next guy, let's get into it, is Christian McCaffrey. Mike, this is your number three overall. Yeah, I just like I think he's back. a
1: safe. I think he might be one of the safest, you know, safest picks. I mean, obviously, Dalvin Cook's real safe to me, but I'm talking out of these the next tier I think he's going to be good no matter what. This what level of good is he going to be?
0: Is it bad that I have him behind? I have him behind Mixon. I have him behind Hunt. And I have him behind Alvin Kamara.
1: I, I think that, to me, that doesn't make sense.
0: But this tier, again, I will say my second tier is all pretty close. And here it is. He's six foot, 200 pounds, mm-hmm. great agility, great vision, excellent hands, route running. I mean, that's what guys are saying. Hey, where are we going to put this guy? I mean, he's the cream of the crop. Um, but I want to see his forty time because I mean he, I saw this guy on tape get caught a lot from behind by linebackers. I'm interested
2: to see that. I'm also interested to see how big he actually is, like what his actual size is, because I have a feeling he's not six foot, two hundred pounds. No, he's probably not. And 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 there's no way. These guys he had, he had way guys ever, too many.
0: Yeah. This guy had way too many physical limitations for him to be that size. It seems like, and if it does, it's kind of like that. It's even more worse. I was like, dude, how are you that big? But you have these kind of like. Uh, he has. A, he has. I mean, if you're talking about a guy that can catch the ball. Right. I mean, he
2: can catch the heck out of the ball. I mean, you can you could throw him out. Obviously, you can run right. receiver routes with him and stuff like that. And that's
0: his strength lineup outside. Like to, sure. me,
1: to me, he's so safe. Like, I feel like you take him. You, you're going to be able to plug him in. It's just whether or not, hey, is he going to be your running back one or is he going to be your running back two? Like, hey, he could be freaking amazing but even on the low end if his floor is to me is just like I, I think you could plug him in and you're definitely getting receiving yards out of him it's just how many you know rushing yards you know the, could hope, he be the like- hope
2: is he goes to an offense that will use him in a manner where obviously he's going to be catching a bunch of balls. I mm-hmm. mean, like you're splitting them out, you're doing
1: creative. Yeah, stuff with I them. would think that's why you would take. You know what you I mean? Would think, uh,
2: yeah, but you know, some some people are screwy, and right? Then they, they make okay. you earn it or something yeah. like that. You know, and you're you're doing like special teams crap and like the, and stuff like that. So I mean, the hope is the guy gets on the field and starts doing that kind of stuff like right away. And, that's and, where, then, then that, and then he definitely falls into your category that you were just talking about. Yeah. Like, oh, is he a running back one, or is he, a, you know, the, the floor is a running back two.
1: Yeah, I just feel like he's going to be a, safe, a right. safe play. And, you know, like, hey, could, could Mixon or Kareem Hunt be better? Yeah, sure. But I think, like, there's always going to be a spot for McCaffrey in your starting lineup, which isn't a bad thing.
0: Right. I think he's definitely the safe play. And if you want to play, so this tier, if you want to play it safe, you would take McCaffrey. I think he's kind of limited. Um, I don't see him as like a true running back out that behind an NFL. Behind a, again, because it comes with like some of those athletic uh, limitations. Kind of see again where speed's not great. Doesn't seem like he's the fastest guy. I think his bread and butter is going to come on a savvy route running and his pass catching ability and how he how he's utilized. I think he'll definitely definitely be a great asset for an NFL team. But I do have some concerns. I do like him. But I do have some concerns about his, you know, overall fantasy like contributions. Yeah, but
1: I think where he's gonna go, I think that's a perfect spot for him. Like I was worried, like after his junior year coming into his senior, year, I was thinking there's a good chance, like, oh, this guy is gonna be overrated because people are gonna try to compare him to Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook, like being that type of group. But he's not. He's in that next. The next tier and after the wide receivers so to me i think uh it, it works out perfect after his junior year he had like almost 2700 total he yards
0: dude came second in the heisman cannon right didn't he and I he mean, could easily have won it do you have an nfl comp for mccaffrey uh
1: i mean i've read and then i think i kind of agree because i don't want i mean B- brian westbrook's a good comp that i had seen
0: who's pretty successful yeah yeah uh Good upside again. I mean, in in the, a lame all like, over the place,
1: and, and a lame like a low end, like a, it's a lame because they're both white guys. But like Danny woodhead's a dude that's, you could play. Yeah, it's a lame right. comp, but he's he's a dude that like you don't necessarily like having Danny Woodhead. But like when he played he's those number two, three years year? overall right. fantasy running back, exactly. Yeah. I mean, this
0: guy, yeah, Danny Woodhead, you'd like to have, but we this, that's a guy that we preached multiple years on him, and he came out and sh- shined like top five fantasy running back, which is definitely his ceiling of McCaffrey. But again, those guys do hold value. Right, um,
1: you play those guys. I, I don't know. Like, I just think, I, I think he's a safe, a safe. You safe. see
0: in all the mocks, like, and everybody talks about, like, his best place to land would be somewhere like New England.
1: Oh, right, that'd be unbelievable.
0: Then he gets a huge bump because you know they don't know if you're bringing back Blunt, right, exactly Dan Lewis with his injury history. Oh, yes, he's absolutely. definitely a better talent than James White, and James White showed in the Super Bowl what he can do. So this is a guy that if he could be well played into a system and used correctly, and you can use him to run the ball the way he should run the ball, then, yeah, he could be a great fantasy out. You know, he could be a great fantasy producer. Sure, sure. But for him, it is. For him, for me, landing spot is kind of important. And the reason I would say I kind of have him slightly behind Kamara is because him and Kamara, where their attributes are somewhat similar, like pass-catching catching abilities, where Kamara's more explosive, so I'd rather have the more expo- blo- the higher upside, I guess, player in somebody like Alvin Kamara today
2: okay i got you
0: so let's get into the let's get on it and yeah so the last guy we're gonna talk about today that's gonna end out our tier here is gonna be alvin kamara so he'd be our number six overall rookie running back that's it and this is after this we're gonna say there's a whole different tier right after this we're gonna drop off a little bit but we do have alvin kamara in this tier and i think we all consensus say he's in this tier as well yeah okay absolutely this guy i've seen him i've seen him show up in some first round mocks that i've seen uh, it, I, i'm i not sure i
2: buy that personally. i don't buy it either no. i'm just
0: telling you from i see guys that do mocks right for, for, and not like hey jim bob down the street gave me his mock and has alvin kamara going number 25 to john doe but i've seen some professional mockers and they've had a mentor
2: i like the guy's skill set i really do um so this is going to sound kind of negative but um for a guy that couldn't even like lock down the full-time starting position at Tennessee like I can't see him going in the first round of the NFL draft. Doesn't uh, it
1: doesn't like kind of add doesn't add it up, It doesn't right? make sense to yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So I, I just
2: I don't see that happening. I think if he goes to the right situation, he can have a great career cuz he is all those things you were just talking. I mean, he's explo- he's a really explosive guy. He catches the ball really well. He's just like a big play guy.
0: He's a more explosive Christian McCaffrey. Same thing. This is a guy you can line up in the slot. You have no problem lining him up in the slot out there. Um I know in his two years he had 74 receptions for 683 yards. I mean, this guy's lateral quickness, his agility, and this guy could just start on a dime. Boop see ya. I'm out. Right. So Throwing he, the ball.
2: to me he's almost he's almost like a Tevin Coleman type of guy in the NFL cuz he is he is a, a, a really fast guy that you can like kind of split out and stuff like that. But I'm not sure he's I'm not sure he's quite as talented as Tevin Coleman. So, um so that's kind of where I land with Kamara.
1: I mean, too, his defense, Jalen Hurd was pretty good. Yeah, no, you know I mean? yeah. So, I totally. mean, it's not like... Absolutely. They're going to split
0: carries, because, yeah, Jalen Hurd, I mean, he's a highly titled prospect, Jalen right. Hurd. Uh, but you're right, I mean, he's a he's a pass catcher and running back. And, again, Mike, you tell you love drafting those guys. Those guys yeah. that, you know, those PPR running backs, you love those guys, definitely in certain parts of the draft, because you know you're going to get production on those guys. Yeah, you especially know they're going like,
1: to help your team. Especially, like, a certain r- round, you know, like, after those top picks, like if you get in, I, even, I don't know where he's going to go in rookie drafts because you do have those receivers and the tight ends that are going to kind of be weird. So if he's like a, a second round, an early second round pick, you got to feel pretty confident that's, in that.
2: That's where I see him landing, and yeah. that's where I would feel good taking a prospect yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel great taking him in the middle of the first round. No. I, think, I feel like that would be a reach. Yes. And even if he went in the first round of the NFL draft, I, I would still feel kind of iffy like
1: about it. And then to me, that has a scream of like, boss right. Someone's going to reach on him reach and it's going to be yes. overdrafted
2: and, yeah. and it's just going to it's going to spell doom. To I mean me.
0: play at Tennessee. I mean this guy's a high recruit. He actually signed with Alabama for the year and then transferred out of, out of Alabama. I mean when I watch him the biggest thing I see is his burst when he gets the way he gets through oh, that yeah. hole which shows me that, okay this is a pass catching running back right. But I see him I was like this guy could be this guy could potentially be a three down back because his burst is so good and his quickness through that hole is so good. Where if once he finally does get that hole, this guy can be like a major producer at the next level. This guy does get a lot of Jamal Charles comps.
2: Yeah, I could see Yeah, I guess I could see that sense. as well. Yeah, he. You know, I mean, he, really he can fat. catch the ball. He can catch the ball. He can go between the tackles, um, and, and run and kind of wiggle his way through those kind of things. So. Um, I, I mean, he's another guy. You almost describe him as kind of like slippery. He doesn't break tackles with power, but he he's quick and, and can make people miss a little bit in the hole. Just to, just to, uh, enough of a move where he's not taking the big hit.
0: Yeah, I mean, he showed some power, power. Power, like he's not afraid of contact either. Too for his size. I mean, sometimes his size may be a uh, somewhat of a like worry, but he also he. I didn't see him go down on first contact a lot of either. So these guys would get their yeah. hands on him, which is you got to take that into account because you see a lot of these running backs. Definitely some of these running backs we're talk about later that. You know, you put a hand on their shoestrings, and some of them are going down. Their balance yeah. just isn't there. And this guy is just what we call an explosive playmaker. He's one of those guys, when you watch their tape, like, you have a good time watching it. But Sometimes you're watching tape on guys, you're just like, okay, okay. Right. The one thing about
2: him is, is there? I mean, in any given game, he's splitting so many carries, there's not a ton to look at at any given game. So, like... For example, I mean, there's 10 minutes of tape on one guy per game. There's only like five minutes per game on this guy. Even it,
0: better, you get to watch more games.
2: Well, yeah, you get to watch more games, but it, it, but I mean, it's the volume isn't there of stuff to watch.
0: Can we make an argument then? We talk about guys, wow, this guy got a ton of carries in college. I, it kind of worries me that this guy's pretty fresh at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can. that could be said for you sure. You know, being a consistent, a guy that knows how to share carries where he goes to the next level, he already knows how to show that. And with the right opportunity, definitely be, personally i
2: don't want a guy that knows how to share carries i want a guy that that takes them all and is greedy man
0: i'm very interested to see where he goes because he's one of those players where he's gonna stay in this tier because no matter where he goes even somewhere that has another okay running back he has the talent to one out out produce them on the on the practice field and be be that number one running back and then two worst case scenario he's gonna be a timeshare back that catches balls out the backfield right he's like a win-win situation when you're talking about safe mike i think again when when it comes to me with McCaffrey and uh, Kamara. They're so close for me. They are so close where talent draft spots, not position of how high they go, but what team they go to is going to be somewhat of a ter- like kind of thing there where it's going to determine where I have them in my rankings. But again, right now they're so close for me. They do kind of somewhat the similar things there. I like Kamara's burst a little bit in between the tackle running ability over McCaffrey. And I also just like his overall explosiveness as a whole. Well, all right.
2: There we go. Okay.
0: That's it, right? Top yeah, six. That's so that's right. it, man. Going Those quick, are right? yeah, yeah.
2: T- top two tiers as they are today.
0: So it's February. This is our first go at it. Right. And we talk about this a lot in the pot too. Like this is a situation where you wanted to remember, like remember moments like this, guys that are high now in February. And again, we go back to Isaiah Corell. That kinda he falls in that category too, because he's such a good example where somebody that is really high. Always in the first round, arguably the top couple running backs taking these mocks right about now in February. Then he went undrafted, and all of a sudden he slid down the late second, mid second round of your rookie drafts. When if you just went on the talent right now, which is what we mostly go on now. We don't go up. We're not going off combine. We're not going off NFL draft. We're going on strictly what they did in college, which is definitely something. Good to go off of. Right,
2: right. Before all that other stuff kind of clouds your judgment.
0: Yeah, because you do. You'll let that. You see tons of people. They'll just. They'll go. They'll do the rookie rankings. Let's go down the NFL draft in the order they were taken. Up, yep, that's my rookie rankings. You know? That's insane to me. And it's just bad yeah, news. That's a
1: horrible way to do it. <laughs> Situa- but situation I guess it's better and talent. Better if someone comes with rankings and doesn't
0: come with anything at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so out of, the, out of these guys that we just talked about in the six, the guy with the highest upside can we agree is Joe Mixon?
2: Um, or no? Wait, out of the whole, out of the all six of them. No, out of, got the, the out, of? out of the second tier guys. Oh, out of the second tier guys. Um, yeah, I think so.
0: I mean, Joe right, Mixon. Whatever, you, that's you, cool. You, you just still disagree, no, right?
1: No, I, I mean, hey, whatever, man. Who's yeah, who's the highest, I guess. Who's I the highest
0: upside for you out of that group? Is it Kareem Hunt? No, I, I
1: don't know. Maybe you're right with Mixon. I don't know. I think McCaffrey could be really sweet if, if you know, in the right spot. I think he could be really good. I don't know. That's me. Fantasy production-wise.
2: Fantasy production-wise, I think Joe Mixon is probably
1: um, the highest
2: upside of the tier two running backs.
0: Okay. But, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good feeling right now, right? Sitting here in February it's knowing. It's a great
1: feeling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 60 degrees <laughs> out in February right now. I feel great. Me and Mike are going to go out and get loaded tonight.
1: Yeah. Right? I need it. You and I? Let's do it. I
0: stayed up at 3 o'clock in the morning last night. I got. Sauce I was in.
1: waking up at like three. I feel like. I
0: was like, I got a podcast in the morning. Yeah, but what I'm talking about, good feeling, is these running backs. We just talked about six running backs that, if you drafted, you know, you're leaving your you're you're leaving your dynasty rookie draft feeling good. You're walking in, man, I just got a good running back. Like I need a running back. Sure, everybody needs a running back, right?
1: Everybody. And we Absolutely. have six.
0: Six, and next episode we have a lot more guys to talk about. Am right. I right?
1: Yeah, let's get to it's it. To be a little
0: quicker, so. We'll be back next week. We're going to get into the whole tier number three slash tier number four episode. Um, There will be a news and notes probably beforehand. We are going to do back-to-back episodes here so that the next episode will be pre-taped, right?
1: Pre-re- yeah, basically pre-recorded when it comes out. Yep. So if
0: something happens crazy and it's not mentioned, sorry. That's sorry. why. That's what sorry. it is. It is what it is. That's what we do here.
1: Let's give a disclaimer at the start of the next one, too. Oh, good.
0: Yeah. Right, right. For us, it's going to be, quick time warp for us to be waiting like a week yeah so all right guys we'll be back next week uh in the meantime make sure you get on dynasty every single day for your all these great articles twice have, a day we have tons of in-depth rookie articles on there and i agree with mike there's so much content on there you can get on there eight times a day and still have something new to read new rookie rankings to look up we do have our rookie rankings up on dynasty great articles adp everything you need to be a successful dynasty owner Make sure if you have the time, stop what you're doing and uh, give us a rating review on iTunes. That it always helps the podcast. I know I said something last week and two new people did it. Nice. Thank you, you two. So there.
2: now you're one away from your 300? I'm one away. Yeah, my oh OCD is totally that, kicking that's in. That's got to be killing hate, you.
0: <laughs> it's totally killing me. Okay. 249, I'm like, where's 250?
2: You're going to go pay a hobo on the street to give you a review.
0: <laughs> Here's this. I'm going to go get you an iPhone contract <laughs> one day. Um, of course, if you want to support the site financially, you can always buy Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. They are the most comfortable t-shirts in the world guaranteed to increase your high five intake. That's a Rich Dotson guarantee, which never seems to fail.
2: Take that to the bank.
0: And there's still time to donate. If you want to get in the Superflex League with Matt and I, all you have to do is donate $25 to the site, and we are going to pick one of you. Actually, we're going to pick a lot of you to be in the league with us, 10 of you, but one of you will get a free entry into the $100 League. Nice. It's a good gamble. It's a good gamble. So until then, we'll be back next week, guys. Until then,
2: I bid you adieu.
0: Bye. Ready, set!